Before diving into today's episode, did you know that this podcast has a supporters club? By becoming a member, you not only gain access to exclusive content, but also play a crucial role in supporting your favorite podcast. See the link in the episode description to find out more. Now, let's get back to the episode. You know, it's never an easy road doing things on your own. And then there's never a fun time when you have to do things you don't want to do. But you gotta do them if you want to achieve great things. And speaking of great things, how about that episode 57, huh? So let's start now, eh? Welcome to the J-Man Show here on K360 Radio. J360 Legion, and welcome to episode 57. I'm your host, Jay, of course, and you are back on the J-Man Show for another double special. And yes, we are going to take care of business today. Matter of fact, I think we might keep it grounded, but this is for those of you out there that aren't still boycotting Star Wars or laughing at people trying to justify Roseanne by slamming Samantha B. Then, most likely, you're trying to just survive in this crazy world like me. You see... A lot of people think that just because you can go ahead and not go to the Star Wars movie, that's really going to destroy Star Wars. Or you're probably saying that Kathleen Kennedy is destroying Star Wars before me. You know what I think it seems like? It's a little bit of both. One way or another, even if this is the lowest ranking Star Wars movie, it's not going to stop the franchise. It's not going to stop any of this stuff coming. Episode 9 is on deck. The Boba Fett movie was just announced not too long ago. So, as you're all sitting here complaining and stuff, chances are those movies are going to do fine with or without you. And even though some of y'all probably say, hey, Jay, you know the toy sales have kind of slumped. No kidding, take it up with Hasbro. They're the ones that keep making all the stuff. But the truth is, is this. When you sit there and think about it, how many of y'all are collecting these things anyway after a while? I mean, other than the lightsabers, that would be about the only thing. And I'm not talking about just the kid lightsabers. I'm talking about those expensive lightsabers that are like um, 150 bucks at least. Or, yeah, at least. Speaking of which, um, I need to go get my Luke Skywalker one before the sale kind of runs out on that. <laughs> uh, you know, chances are I probably will. But like I said before in the last episode, or maybe throughout the duration of this show, you know, go see these movies. I mean, don't worry about the SJW rhetoric. We all know that these people are not necessarily fighting for what they believe in. They're just saying a whole bunch of things out there because, you know, everything is racist, everything is sexist, everything has a problem to it. No kidding. There's pros and cons to everything. And not to mention that droid they have on there. What was her name? You know, this is how significant she was to me as I saw this thing being made. (laughs) You know, I don't really care. Because, see, none of that is influencing anything. See, a lot of y'all are calling this new sequel trilogy SJW Star Wars. Okay, to a point. I mean, we all know that there is a group of people out there, for any of us that are going through life right now, that exist to want to destroy any sort of thing we enjoy. But you know what? We don't have to let them do that. And when we go see these movies and stuff, that's our escapism. That's our way to get away from the dumbness that is around us on the daily you know but keep in mind this isn't a part two to what i left off in 56 now it doesn't work like that 
I mean, I could start doing part two episodes if I was going through the movies every so often, but you guys are going to go see these movies anyway. I mean, if you think about it, a lot of people are praising MCU, but not all of those movies were winners either. You know, even if Iron Man 3 did start making sense after the other movies came along, yeah, it, it wasn't a winner for me. I could go ahead and talk about what the lowest selling ones were, but at the same time, they already got my money. I mean, I'm going to go see the movie anyway. Regardless what, I'm going to go see what happens, because I've been here this long, why in the world am I going to pull out now? A lot of y'all are so angry. I, I, I think, you know, Han Solo does represent a rugged anti-hero type, doesn't he? You know what I mean? There's a lot of masculinity there that you just couldn't see in Luke. But then again, Luke was like the, the main hero. Luke had growing pains to go through. If anything, Han Solo was just like the vet that's seen it all and he's just pretty much doing this to get paid. But hell, that's pretty much anybody trying to go to work. I mean, you know, it is what it is. So they can't destroy his character, you know? Like, all the things that were great about that character, you see? You can keep it alive by just saying, hey, you know what? He died in episode 7 in the most piss poor way, but at the same time, I liked him for what he is throughout the rest in the other areas of Star Wars, you know what I'm saying? The books are the books, the comics are the comics, and then of course you have, maybe you can start thinking multiverse theory when it comes to Star Wars. At least that's what I try to do. I just always sit there and think, hmm, yeah, you know what? None of the characters that I love would probably enjoy this, but hey, this is what the public wants, this is what the public gets, and the whole thing of be careful what you wish for kind of comes true to a point, amongst other things. But, Let's keep it grounded, because you see, it's the stupid surprises we get in life. Like, if you're inspired by someone for so long, and you find out that they have horrendous personality flaws, and everything that their art objects against is showing from that person, they're on a broken pedestal for you, right? They're not the same way they used to be. You forget about the human nature a little bit. It's kind of like in the rap game, where you see all this stuff going on. A lot of y'all were praising Drake and hating on Kanye. Now all of a sudden Kanye want to talk about it's time to heal. I was never about beefs. And it's like, you know what? He's a hero to us now, right? Wrong. When you hear that kind of stuff, that's just buffering. That's a little bit of buffering right now to go ahead and try to smooth out some edges that shouldn't have been there in the first place. A lot of y'all are going to try to, you're going to pardon this man one week. Then you're going to condemn him the next week. But then you realize that as you were crushed earlier, everything you believed in was a lie, wasn't it? Yep. You see, here's the number one thing about our society, right? A lot of people, believe it or not, are not honest. Like the man who is sitting there holding the office of the presidency hostage. He's not honest. He hasn't been honest for a long time. And he's 71 years old, too. Oh, dear God. And everything got to be about him. But you're all lied to. And you see, you don't take it out on anybody unless it's something personal to you, right? Or unless it's all this other stuff to you. See, because... People will sit here and they will embellish a lie or they will defend that lie or they will go ahead and do all these things simply because the popularity or the cult of personality that surrounds this person. They've lied to all of us at some point. I mean, that's even like that job you go to. Yeah, you're going to get Saturdays off. And you know damn well you haven't been there for five years or so to even consider the idea that you're going to get Saturdays off for a while. Yeah, okay. The point is, is that they will lie to you. Any and everybody will lie to you at some point. And then the thing is, they just don't follow through when it counts, or they come up with a little white lie to justify their behavior. We all have these flaws in us, too. And the thing about it is, it's not okay to feed them. 
You see, for one day, everything you will be exposed to, and you'll see it in your media very often from the personalities you follow, the results are not pretty. Because you see, once or twice, the vices take control, and sometimes the mic is on when we don't know it's on, and then we start acting really foolish. And then we gotta go ahead and stammer and apologize to you, or we gotta say, you know, I really didn't make this video. If you've seen so many people on YouTube or so many people on SoundCloud or whatever making these statements like, you know, I didn't really want to make this video and you hear like an edit cut or whatever or you see like a little bit of a jump cut here or there, that shows effort. They wanted to make the video. It's just a buffer to lower your defenses. And it's so sad too. But as I go into this, it's not just the only thing you need to look out for. You see, some people, in their infinite wisdom, try to stir up controversy or ride through the sensationalism just to be relevant. I mean, it works to a point because you never attempt to stop talking about them. And I'll list those three off. First, we'll start with Kanye West again. Then we'll go into Roseanne. Three, Kellyanne Conway. Yeah, she done reared her ugly head all of a sudden, looking like the Crypt Keeper's mom. Ooh. You see, anyone out there who attempts or triggers our taboos that we as society tend to suppress, like racism, sexism, or whatever, of all this mess that is swarming around us, I don't even give a shock value anymore. I just take a look at people falling around me like a stack of dominoes if I see or hear the sensationalism. And if I even see or smell a bit of it, I'm going to ask questions on it. I don't have to invest belief into it. I need the know-how of where you got this point, how you got to this section, and where in the hell does it concern me and anybody else? Because you see, a lot of people out there are very influential. If they told you that that horse piss over there was lemonade tea, you would drink it, wouldn't you? You see what I'm saying? And the thing about it is, some of you would. If I had the money and stuff like that and said that I was going to give you some, you probably would fall for it. And you know, it's because of how convincing the con is. Con game has gotten very, very sophisticated since the rise of technology. And some of these people don't even have to use it like that. Like, I got so many things from Apple talking about my orders on the way. And we all know damn well I don't use Apple anymore. So I'm sitting there the whole time and I'm like, really? When did you start spelling Apple with one P? It's sad. You know, and I should have saved this all for Stop That Damn Line, which was episode 14. But apparently, as I keep making these J-Man episodes, society tends to get worse. And you know, I'm not going to stop making it, so I'm going to ride through the storm like I normally do. And you see, our society is toxic enough to try to make a lie into effect, try to make an embellishment into something believable. And it's crazy how it gets through without people actually doing an inquiry. You need to check this stuff. And you see, the thing is, is holding them to the fact, well, you see, that's where you're wrong. Trevor Noah gave a strategy on how to catch these people. But I'll tell you that a little bit later in the show. But you see, as people keep spreading their lies and throwing it around you, you know, because some of y'all don't want to end up alone, I guess. That's why you keep these toxic people there. Or maybe it's entertainment value for you because you don't want to buy a Game Boy or use the data on your phone to go ahead and do anything for entertainment. So it's like when you sit there and you see these people being toxic around you and they lying and they saying all this crap here and there and there's no way that, that it's even feasible crap because people are that lazy now. It's just unbelievable. Like I have a friend that will never let his toxic friends go because at the same time he, he's just as toxic as they are. You see, I call him more or less an associate and you can look at me and say, well, why do you keep him around, Jay? And here's the thing. He comes to me. I don't keep him around. And the best thing is, is that I look at him, and I know when to just throw him out when he doesn't make any sense. You see what I'm saying? And the point is, is that 
Because if you're not careful, you could be a toxic person too. You'd be surprised. Some people will rub off on you quick. Like sometimes you might think that you're not as toxic as that person over there is. But you know what? If you run around here saying untrue stuff, spreading rumors, trying to discredit somebody else while trying to elevate yourself, yeah, you know what? You're your own worst enemy. And I've lost plenty of friends and associates alike doing the seeing through their lies and machinations here. I mean, on one hand, it's a good thing because I'm not abusing their con. But on the other thing is, you missed a friendly conversation. You know what I'm saying? Like, like the conversation's about nothing. You, you know, it could be just one of them random conversations you have. And, you know, but because you called them out on their flaws and crap and they can't handle something breaking their worldview, they become distant or they want to plot revenge and all this other wild stuff. Like, the vices of human nature are amazing. And the thing about it is, is that we all go through them. They're called our slices of life. Like, say, like, if you don't want to deal with people on the daily, but you know you need to get paid because you got rent due and you got electric due and all this other stuff, you got to divvy up your cash, so you know you got to go through people anyway, you got to deal with all that lying, manipulation, customer nonsense, and it could be all that stuff. But you still don't want to deal with people because you're just tired of it. Because you just think that, you know, the world's not going to get any better from what it is. And it's just killing you on the inside or it's sucking your soul apart. And it's just making you say, why don't I just give it all in? Why don't I just, you know, throw it all away? No, don't ever do that. Don't ever allow yourself to be like that. It's the same way, like, don't allow yourself to be a toxic person. If you want to be something better, be something better and just stamp out the rumor and just say, you know what? I don't want to talk about this with you. I don't want to have this explanation no more. Why is this even a thing right now? And I don't want to do a YouTube video on it. I don't want to do any of those kind of things on it. You see what I'm saying? Like, stop the sensationalism before it becomes a problem and it just destroys everybody like a rippling cycle. And I called my so-called associate out on that. And that's why we ain't talking now. Because I just don't want to fool with it. And he know this. And since he can't respect that, the best thing I can do is just put his ass on the bus and send him bye-bye. And the thing about it is, do I care if I ever even talk to that person again? No. I don't care. And the truth is, is that I haven't lost anything in it. I haven't lost anything in a lot of things that I've done lately. I've done a pretty good 180 in turnover from where I was. Now, the only problem is, is that time management can be an issue because they... I just never know when they need me at the day job. So, you see, that's where the show gets kind of iffy here or there. But the thing about it is, I'm bouncing back into it. I have the portable system where I need it. And then the whole thing I have to do is just keep trying to better myself every time. Like right now, it feels as though like I kind of fell into the wayside a little bit. But I just got to climb the rope and pull the show with me. Or I should say, shows with me. And just keep building it from the ground up. Just keep putting the time in. Like, for a lot of people that I consider friends out there that listen to this show, I mean, a lot of y'all I wouldn't mind collaborating with. But once I get this schedule under control, which I will, or the fact that, you know what, just say hell with it and make time, then everything will be back the way it needs to be. But then again, it doesn't really need to be back the way it needs to be. It needs to be better than the way it needs to be. And you see, the only thing I can do is not let that stuff bother me. But like, when I see that, pretty much all around me is just negative crap it's either negative crap or it's somebody's cynicism trying to battle somebody's idealism thought policing lying um 
feminism that's not even about feminism, mind you. It's about women trying to suppress men's voices. Or it's about, like, people who can't handle somebody else disagreeing with somebody else. Like, I see the Star Wars fans fighting all the time. That's why I make a lot of references to that this week. Because that's all it is. We can't just enjoy a space opera movie anymore. Can't just enjoy what what is in front of us. It has to be all these narratives that don't have a bearing on the plot coming in and just destroying stuff. Because of certain group of people out there who, A, want special treatment, B, love to play professional victims, and C, want to ruin our livelihood. It's toxicity. It's not right. It's trying to destroy everything. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. Stop the hyperbole for a minute. You're overselling your BS. Relax. It's just a movie. If you don't like what's going on in this movie, you can stay home. And you can write about it on your little blog. You can go ahead and try to say, I'm sexist. And you know, here's the thing, right? I'm not sexist, but I do love my preferences. And I do love the beautiful women out there I talk to. Oh, and here's the thing. Because I talk to multiple women doesn't mean I'm getting with them, by the way. And some of y'all are just so insecure to the point where you just sit right there and you're like, you're talking to all the women, you're not talking to me. You're darn right I'm not talking to you because guess what? You got problems. And you're tripping out to the point where, you know what? I just realized it's not going to happen between you and me. And then some of you other ones out there are so into your significant others that you don't even announce who they are until after the fact. But you see, I've dealt with your hindsight working behinds during the Valentine's Day episodes. So I'm just seeping y'all in here because I still need to say, y'all suck as people. Because you're not honest. And no matter how many times you sit there in the mirror and you try to say something about, yeah, you know, I'm pretty good today. I'm virtual signaling myself and everything else. Yeah, no matter how many times you say that you've done the right thing, if you're out here lying to somebody, you're a monster too. So don't even try to say like you're better than somebody else right now. You're not. What you need to do is come clean before all that stuff just starts to show in your skin and then you're going to be one ugly mofo. But going back into what I am all about, see, I'm facing around the toxicity of our society. Like, you know, nine times out of ten, the human nature of things, the betrayal, the retaliation, the lies, the overselling on YouTube without getting all the facts, the undercutting of anybody when you barely even know them. Oh, by the way, this is funny. When people go ahead and they try to defend themselves by saying, You don't even know me! You don't even know me! Oh, I know enough. What you throw out there. If you throw all this information about you, I know more about a lot of y'all through your Facebooks than I ever did having a conversation with you. And anybody else do too. Because you give all the information out. One way or another, it's like this. If you want to control something... And I mean this for a lot of these people to have this antagonism to anything. If you want to control something, control yourself. You ever think about, hey, check yourself a little bit? Like, find out that the problem might not be everybody else, it might be you? You know, you gotta do some reflection here. Like, even as I do some of these episodes from time to time, I wonder if I got the right message across. I wonder if you guys will actually learn something. I wonder if, you know, I'm not being overpairing or preachy with it. Now, some of these things I can be kind of preachy with. But the truth is, is that, you know, it's only to help point some things out to you. It's only to help you guys figure, hey, you know what? Maybe there's some truth up there with the comedy a little bit. And that's why, you know, sometimes the creative industry can be pretty hard. 
Because, you know, some people are not ready to face certain truths about themselves. And then a lot of people, they get bored of the lies that's been regurgitating and thrown around like a toilet. You know? And it, it gets kind of hard to try to satisfy people. But you know this because you'll see, like, certain people will be digging and digging and digging. And trying to build something out of straw. Trying to make the straw man argument. Trying to make it as feasible as can be. Now, there are moments where the straw man has a point. There are abused people out there. And even though Me Too should be an inclusive thing, there are times where, you know what, when an abused male will try to talk up, people will shut them down. And there are times when an abused female will try to speak up, people will try to shut them down. That's unfortunate. And even if you're out here exploiting it and showing it off, you're not really solving anything entirely. You see, these are people going after people with money, and that's a good thing. And these are people going after... But, you know, if it's the average Paul Joe kind of thing, like, say, like, I'm poor, you're poor, and stuff like that, you know, chances are it's not going to go anywhere near the highest court like that, unless they're not going to touch it. You see what I'm saying? And it's just unfortunate. Life's not fair. And then you sit here and you wonder, um, gee... Oh, oh, how come I don't have any friends? You know, I'm a ticket out in the world. You know, I'm a ticket all this stuff out here. You know, I got all these problems going on. You know, y'all don't understand me. Y'all don't know me. Blah, blah, blah. You can go through all that kind of stuff. But let me tell you this. Life is not fair. And life doesn't owe you a damn thing. And not only that, you're going to die. Yeah. Let's sum it up right now. For all of us that are out here wasting our time being angsty about things we have no control over, or getting mad about people who don't pay attention to us, or getting mad about about things that, you know, are complicated, like relationships, for instance. And you sit there and you want to talk about throwing yourself to the wolves, or going ahead and offing yourself. There's no reason for any of that kind of stuff, and life doesn't owe you anything, and none of that stuff is a good excuse. We all go through our pain and our hardships. That's why it's called slice of life. Now, there's a chance where you might have a good slice, and then there's a chance you may have a bad slice. Like, my time in high school, it was interesting. It was neither good nor bad. It was just existence. But that was my slice of life for that. Whereas, like, elementary school was fun. Middle school, I fought a lot. You see what I'm saying? Because I had a very, very bad temper. And needless to say, strands of it still kind of show, but the thing about it is, it's not to the point where I'm going to either hurt my peers or I'm going to go ahead and try to off myself or run around here like I'm the Hulk only to be taken down by a taser because at the end of the day, law enforcement just doesn't like that idea. You see? So, practicing self-control, doing things that I can do to make my life livable, right now, that's my slice of life. Rebuilding is my slice of life right now. And I have to go through pretty much the rest of my life until I die in my sleep or a straight bullet gets me or whatever. You know, listening to everybody else's crap. You see what I'm saying? And, and I mean, actually, let's change that. Not listening to everybody else's crap, hearing everybody else's crap. And then pretty much just saying, you know what, why don't you just shut up? You're not solving a problem. You're not doing anything big for yourself. You're just running around here whining, crying, and not doing something because guess what? Actually being active and doing something and pushing for it is work. Whereas with me, you know, at my day job, there are times I don't feel like going to it. There are times that, you know, I think I could be better off just sitting back doing the power play for a while. 
I may, I might not be able to pay my taxes with that streaming money, but you know what, though? Why would I? That should be money to line up my pockets for a good evening or to go see any of these movies. Or, or you know what? Hey, the Netflix subscription could use a little bit of an overhaul. Things like that. That should be like... That should be like money to just go have fun with. Whereas like, you know, the day job money and doing freelance work kind of money. See right there, that should be money to build on, to grow a business, to have, you know, certain enjoyments in life. Whereas other people whose morals and motives are screwed, of course they're going to find everything about that. And they're going to be complaining when it doesn't work for them, when they're not laying the platform, when they're not working on their idealism here they're not keeping a journal you know what i'm saying see i at least keep a journal for everything because you know what hey guess what that plan i had might not work at 31 might work at 35 there's little things like that you got to do for yourself you see but as you walk through life and you start to realize that life's not fair people don't always like you back and things like that you'll have to remember this why do you give a damn why do you care just ask yourself that. Do you, do you know that you're missing out on important stuff because you give a damn what this other person thinks of you? Like, nine times out of ten, I cannot tell you back in my teens when I was sitting there worrying about what people would think if I started doing a lot of what I do now. If I told them that I wanted to be a filmmaker, if I did all this other stuff. You know, that didn't come until when I was, like, 17 when I speak started speaking about filmmaking and everything else. But you see, when I was a kid, though, I used to have a lot of fun. But something happened in my high school years at one time that made me not really push J-Man a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Until until junior year when I just stopped giving a damn. You see what I'm saying? Because at that point, I had me back. And trying to fit in didn't even matter no more. You understand what I'm saying? I'm like this. I like me for me. And I say the same thing on Instagram. You don't hear me on Instagram from time to time. Just wilding out and saying all that kind of stuff. Because you know what? I'm making fun of the world around me. Like nine times out of ten. All that stuff has factual bases around it because people are stupid. And you know something? They get more views than me. And they get more listens. Or they get more downloads and all this other stuff. And then you sit there for a minute you're like, Oh, will you stop lying to everybody? If you're somebody like me and you start questioning and investigating and looking at stuff like that, I'd be like, oh, you stop lying to everybody this instant. Just like them people right now. This, as a matter of fact, that same clown who had that channel saying all this sensationalism about Star Wars is dead and all that crap. Star Wars is not dead. You gave up on it. You gave up on it and you didn't know how to cope and you just can't stand the idea of people in there trying to change things. Even though, like, when I sat there and I watched Solo, and I sat there and I watched all these movies, you know, like, they're not the best. I I, I gotta admit, the sequel trilogy is underperforming in areas simply because, you know, what I want is not what was given to me. I got what they wanted to give me. And in a way, I kind of need to respect that because, you know what, sometimes as a fan, I don't always know what's best. Sometimes I don't always know the machinations and the development behind the characters. And I'm a writer. Like, sometimes I need a reminder of why this is happening. You see? Like, when you look at, like, why Finn was trying to run away, even though he was supposed to come a little bit more full circle after 7 into 8. But then you realize that 
Episode 8 picks up immediately after 7, so he's still not where he needs to be in order to be a hero until, like, later on in the movie. But you see a lot of people miss out on that because they're all sitting there worried about how Rose kind of throws off the whole dynamic between him and Ray. And you know he loves Ray. But then again, Rose came in there and kissed Finn. And people were pissed. They were like, she's the most useless character, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, well, you know what? She has to carry on the legacy that's left behind her because Paige is gone. And Paige died in the first part of the movie. So, like, when you hear all this wild stuff, just remember this. When you watch these movies and when you see these things, results vary amongst the populace. And the thing is, instead of just throwing crap at Kathleen Kennedy, how about this? We just go ahead and we talk to Kathleen Kennedy. Or Kathleen Kennedy should have a Q&A and try to talk to some of us or whatever. Or go ahead and keep writing notes out there to Disney or whatever and try to see about getting all that stuff together. It's little things like that. But you see, you can say the same thing about Marvel. There are people out there mad at Kevin Fiji. One way or another, a lot of y'all are still butthurt because Disney owns Star Wars. And you still have a way of wrapping your head around it. And I know. And it's not fair. Because maybe you should have owned it instead, huh? Yeah, yeah. Keep in mind, though, they weren't making new movies at the time. Keep in mind, they didn't even have a plan to do this anthology stuff. And I disagree with having a Star Wars movie every year. Like, you know, build some time in between. That That's fine. I can wait every two years for it. But you know what? It just didn't work like that way. And, you know, they don't really need my money in terms of merchandising anyway. Now, if I had a kid or whatever and he was really into Star Wars like I was at the time, I'd give him the merchandise. That would be different then. You see? But people out there think that their opinion overrules all, and then they're going to go through every sort of nook and cranny or lie or bias or whatever the narrative is of the day. Yeah, you can't give them a week anymore. It's of the day now. Media consumption has increased. Whatever it is, and it just really, really destroys the credibility. With me, I'm 100% honest. I mean, y'all can ask me anything, and I really should start doing Q&As. But, <laughs> you know, like, there's a reason why I don't like most people. You know what I mean? Because I just don't have time for that fakeness, that drama, that stupid stuff. Like, you know, when I produce the Cyclone, at least those guys are real when they talk about it. At least there's something genuine. And it's so good sometimes that I sit there and I just let them take care of keeping on talking and stuff like that. I'm like, go on, guys, do it, do it. This is a great conversation. If it's something you can't contribute to, why do you have to step into it? It's just like when Channel Awesome fell out. Remember that? And everybody was doing a Channel Awesome video. And they were like, Oh, you know, I, I didn't want to make the video. Stuff like, I didn't want to do it. Then why'd you speak out? There's a reason you wanted to. Because you had to get them thirsty views, didn't you? You had to get that YouTube money together. You had to get all these other things together. And needless to say, they're an inspiration anyway because they're a big-time independent company at one time and they were making money but of course you're gonna see all the outlaying and all the dirty stuff that's back there because eventually everybody's gonna get disgruntled and there's controversies there all that stuff came out but if you try to run a clean ship like i do 
and you try to get rid of the dead weight as you can, you probably don't have to worry about the controversy as much. You probably don't have to worry about all that other stuff as much and just realize that life ain't fair and not everybody will like it, even if they're in your own team. And just remember, you don't need to owe them a damn thing. As long as you got that respect and as long as things are paid up front. But that's the slices of life. Unfortunately, people out here take, 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 and they don't give until it's too late. And when it's too late, that's when everything just backfires. Blows right out the deep end. And you see, I'm going to be honest with you, I don't know whether I'm a bad boss or a good boss, but I do kind of know this. I hope to be a good boss. I hope to be a great leader. But I also know that I don't take no crap from anybody. And I shouldn't. I got the platform laid out. And all you want to be is on-air talent, you should say so. But at the same time, you're still going to do what is necessary of you to prove your worth that you belong in this team and that you're going to be here. That's what I say. And a lot of you other creators out there should do the same thing. I mean, would you waste your time, your money, your resources, all the things that you put into a business just to have a bunch of lollygaggers and liars and people that don't show up? And then when you finally go ahead and take it out on them, you got to feel sorry for it? No. No, you don't have to feel sorry for it. A lot of you should not even let these people try to con you into feeling guilty. I had some guy try to do that, and I just tore into him, man. I just just didn't take nothing from him. And I got rid of him. Because stuff like that don't make sense. And you see, the thing about it is, it's not trying to throw a beef it's not trying to do any of that push a t drake crap what it is is that you know what if you're gonna have a problem with somebody you're gonna tell somebody else about it you better tell all sides of the story and you better be honest but you know the thing about it is our minds just don't work that way some of us are infallible to the point that hey you know what we just don't pay attention to the disarray we caused five minutes ago until it's too late and then we start saying oh man i was a jerk gee i wonder if if i apologize maybe maybe i can come back if you apologize, there's an ass kicking just waiting for you. At nine times out of ten, it ain't pretty. So here's how it goes. That's why you try to learn self-control. That's why you try to get all of your affairs in order. That's why you try to remember what slice of life you're going through and try to get through it. Don't try to put it on no shelf and say, I'll get to it later, I'll get to it later, I'll get to it later. That's the problem with a lot of people out there. I'll get to it later. I'll get to it later is not helping anyone. That's why you voted that jerk in. That's why you pretty much don't call out these people like you're supposed to. Because when you don't do things like that, them people, all they see is what they can get away with. And nine times out of ten, if they get caught up on it, they'll go ahead and they'll say, Oh, I'm sorry. And then you give them a chance. Then you call them out on something else they didn't do. Oh, I'm sorry. You give them another chance. But you see, each time that person says, I'm sorry, they get more comfortable saying, I'm sorry. And you're giving them chances, which is cheapening the deal. Because at that point, you know what? What was pristine at one time is not so shiny anymore. It's gone. And then while you're at it, you'll be like some person out there who can't trust anyone. Because at the same time, there's no trust there. But you gave this person a chance. But you made them think, hey, hey, this is the perfect time where I can go ahead and screw around again and I can't be accountable for anything. And you see, I know somebody else like that. I got no respect for that person to this day. And that's why he's still floating out there wondering, hey, when are we going to team up again? And I'm going to say this, we're not. We're never going to team up again. 
There's no point to it. Because I'll show up, and then at the same time, he won't follow through. But I got to admit one thing, though. I got to thank him for showing me what I could have been if I still kept that wasteful, disgusting partnership alive. And the truth is, is that, you know what? Sometimes to beat toxic people is to prove that you don't need them. That's how you do it. Like, you know, don't invest in them. Don't even take the time to even consider their existence. Like, pretty much do what the party from 1984 does. Oh, well, hey, have you all seen Johnny? Who's Johnny? Was there a Johnny? And the thing about it is, is this. You didn't even exist. And that's really sad, too. But life goes on. And you gotta be aware of the slices in it. And sometimes the slices in it are the situation that is involved in the life. And at the end of the day, we're all gonna die. And then there won't be no slices anymore. But you gotta think about what part you're playing in it. And deep down the inside, some of us really don't know. But... That's an introspective piece for tonight here on the J-Man Show. So I want you all to just, you know, take care of yourselves, live happily, keep pushing forward for what you really want to do. Like an important goal that can help out the society that we have because, yeah, there's a lot of problems, but there's a chance where we can fix it. There's a chance where we can move on to bigger and better things. I mean, chances are, you know, I hope that I'm on the verge of it, but... I could use some help. I know a lot of people out there that could use some help and some guidance to get where you need to be. But just don't be toxic about it because there's already enough toxicity in the world. It's time to start helping each other. Just a little bit. But I talked to your ear off enough. And hey, that's another double special in the can. <laughs> so, this is Jay signing off. You take it easy, Legion. <laughs>